Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a rare Q&A edition of Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1945, hosted by me, Greg Audino. Yes, for those who are new here, we are not only about sharing and commenting on articles about relationship building. Should you have a question of your own that you would like help with, you can email it to advice at oldpodcast.com, and I would be happy to help you out with it on the show, as I will be doing today using my past experience in coaching, counseling, and working as an advice columnist. Now, the questions we take are typically geared towards relationships, and today's I think you'll find is certainly all about relationships, even though it might not seem that way at first. So let's get into it now. I'll read the question and then provide my answer as we optimize your life. I'm struggling to perform in my career and life's work largely because I have become disillusioned with humanity. I am a career scientist and currently work in vaccine development for intractable diseases that affect the world's population. My entire life has been dedicated to easing suffering and preserving health. But I continue to contemplate that humans are often the progenitors of so much darkness in the world. For example, our population overburdens all the natural resources on the planet driving many species to extinction. The darkness of human nature allows a narrow few to amass great wealth and power that is used to enslave the larger majority of the population. Darkness in politics, loss of ethics, and continual lies continue to fuel the worst impulses in people. I think you get the general idea of my conundrum, in that my actions to help people live longer lives free of physical suffering may actually be contributing to the horrors that humans increasingly cause. St. John of the Cross referred to this as the dark night of the soul. Two of my great loves, love of God and love of humanity, have been challenged in this crisis. And as in any dark night, my soul feels detached from my beloved, and I am adrift. What advice and guidance would you give to someone like me, who's facing a crisis of faith in the humanity that I am a part of, and the God who allows humanity to destroy itself and everything around him. Okay, and thanks a lot for sending in this question today, Asker. I really appreciate your trust, especially given the weight of the question at hand and how much it clearly means to you. You know, science and religion are often pitted against one another. I don't subscribe to this personally. Uh, to me, they, they share so many attributes, ranging widely in both size and importance. And one of the traits they share, which I think is really important to address today, 
is how many answers we might extract from them. Both can really come with promises of how this world and our lives function in the past and present. And one can derive so much certainty from both science and religion. Certainty which, regardless of validity, provides a sense of comfort. It's comfortable and it brings a sense of control when we bond ourselves with such major sources of information or what we feel are major sources of information. This is one of the many reasons why people fall so deeply in love with both science and religion. They can each help us feel as though we have some of life's biggest questions figured out, which is a lovely feeling. But sometimes, when we lend ourselves to such massive ideas for a long time, and we devote ourselves to being lifelong participants in them, we find that our old beliefs don't hold up the way they used to. We notice our inner and outer lives changing, changing in ways that no longer align with how we used to interpret the world and the answers we thought we had about it. It's a tale as old as time, and it's told in marriage, it's told in career, it's told existentially, as is the case for you. Now, I believe that this is the stage in which you found yourself. Big ideas that once made so much sense and you were so sure of have seemingly turned their backs on you as you've been exposed to new experiences that you wouldn't have anticipated, and now you don't know what to believe. And what this means for you is that if you still want to live a life characterized by easing suffering and preserving health, as you put it, then you must find a way to adapt your faith and beliefs to the changes that you're feeling inside of you and witnessing outside of you. What's required to ease suffering and preserve health is different now than it used to be. So what can you do to transcend your efforts accordingly? As far as I'm concerned, I think it's time to work on relinquishing that sense of control and certainty that you once felt you had and perhaps relied on about humanity. Perhaps there's nothing wrong with you for going through this period of doubt. Perhaps the darkness in people is necessary for light to exist. Perhaps it's above our pay grade as mere mortals to see the spiritual significance of earthly atrocities. Maybe we aren't meant to see the beauty or reasoning that comes from absolutely everything, which would make faith and surrender and open-mindedness even more important than we ever thought they were. So important that they're actually vital tools for personal and societal survival. Is it easy to upend one's fear about the state of the planet and humanity? No. But you can rest assured that none of it is unnatural. Not a single thing in this world is unnatural. Genocides and skyscrapers are as natural as dirt and water. They all come from the same places, you know? Personal and societal blemishes are inevitable. But even when they're so extreme that they seem to threaten existence itself, turning our backs or meeting them with aggression only creates more friction. So let me ask you this. As a fellow member of humanity yourself, what would you hope for those out there in positions like yours to do? To stop? I doubt that. Instead, you'd likely want them to focus on the love that they have for humanity. Because what other way out is there? 
The actions you've taken and will take are drops in an ocean. You might track them to human destruction or to human creation, depending on how intensively you investigate or what answers you are convinced that you should arrive at, consciously or subconsciously. But I suggest focusing instead on your intentions. They seem to be intentions that are bountiful, intentions to give to life instead of taking away from it. Should you feel as though that's best done through other means of work or lifestyle choices, then so be it. But your spirit will remain the same. And to me, your spirit, your questioning, and your commitment to Earth's inhabitants only create inspiration. That's someone whose actions only give me more faith in humanity, because I know that they're predicated on meaningful thoughts and powerful questions and a drive to do right by all of us. All right, and thank you again to the asker for sending in such an important question today. Of course, it's my hope that my answer today gave you some new ideas to play with. Certainly, your experience thus far is built upon a long history of deep beliefs and time spent right on the front lines of humanity, if you will. So, I do hope you're able to give yourself grace should it take you a while to come to peace with the stage you've entered into and openness when it comes to changing how you think or act going forward. I wish you the best with that, and I remind you and everyone out there listening that my door is open should you need some more help. If you have a question you'd like answered, please do email it to me at advice at oldpodcast.com, advice at oldpodcast.com. I love hearing from you all, not just with questions, but even with thoughts about the show or just to say hi. (laughs) So don't be shy. That brings us to the end, though, everyone. So thank you once more for tuning in. Enjoy the remainder of your weekend, and I'll be back with you tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits.